listening to Above the Bar Copy, a podcast for female-led business owners who want to break the rules, go beyond the usual marketing trends, and create fire sales copy that builds relationships, generates leads, and leaves a lasting, positive impact on their clients. Welcome to Above the Bar Copy. So today I want to walk you through my process as an email copywriter for writing emails for my clients and for my own business so that you can follow this process and framework and do this for yourself too. Okay, ready? Let's do it. So the first thing you're going to want to do when you're writing an email for your business is to choose your topic. When I work with my clients to write emails for them, we meet for an hour once a month. And essentially what we're doing is choosing the topics or the content that is going to go into every single email for the next month. So you can sit down once a month with yourself and write out your email topics for the month. Or once a week, you can sit down and write out your email topics for that week, whatever your process looks like. But really start with your topic, your content, the what you are going to be talking about here. So we're going to write an email together in this episode. And for that example, let's say our topic is how to grow flowers from seeds. Okay, that is the topic of our example email that we're going to write together. How to grow flowers from seeds. Cool. We have our topic. The second thing you want to do is choose your call to action for that email. Remember the rule of one. If you've heard me teach or speak before, I totally believe everything you write, especially emails, should have one call to action. So decide what is the one thing you want your reader to do today? What's the one action you're asking them to do today? Is it click here, book a call, reply and let me know your thoughts, listen to the podcast, etc. You have your call to action. So for our example email, let's say our call to action is you have a mini course on starting flowers from seeds and your call to action for this email is going to be join that course. Okay. The third thing you're going to want to do is decide or to know, have it at the top of your head, who your one reader is. Who is this email for today? Going again, back to that rule of one. We write for one person, we give them one call to action. So picture that one reader in your mind and make sure you're writing this email just for them. I always recommend that your one reader should be your best fit client, the most perfect client for you, okay? So write to that one person. So for our example reader, let's say, for our example email, let's say our reader is someone who is an experienced flower gardener Um, She has seeds saved from last year's flower beds and she wants to try growing them, but it's never worked out. They always die and she wants to finally be able to uh, grow flowers from seeds so that she can save money and her growing season where she lives is really short. She lives somewhere where it's cold like I do. And so she loves the hobby of growing flowers and she wants to extend and cultivate that hobby longer into the season by growing flowers from seeds. Cool. So now we have our topic our call to action, and the person we're writing to. Write that all down so you've got it. Whenever I write an email, I do. I literally put in a notebook. My topic is, my call to action is, my reader is, and I have it all down so you know. Next, to actually write the body of your email, we're going to answer these questions in order. And keep this really simple if you're following along and doing this with me as you're listening. It does not have to be fancy or beautifully prose into story. We'll add that at the end, okay? So answer these questions in order. Number one, why does the topic of this email matter to your reader? Just answer that question. Why does the topic of this email matter to your reader? For our example, we would say because her gardening season is short and she wants to extend it by starting her flower seeds indoors. That's why this topic matters to her. 
Okay, number two, answer the question, what is holding your reader back? Why hasn't your reader said yes yet to this thing? Okay, what's holding her back? Why hasn't she said yes yet? For our example, we would say, well, she's tried seeds in the past. She's tried starting flowers from seed in the past. It's never worked. It gets costly. She doesn't want to throw any more money at dead plants. <laughs> this is me. I am the example. <laughs> um, I love to garden, but starting seeds inside is so hard. Okay, so you've answered that question. What's holding her back? Like, why isn't she saying yes to this thing? Okay, number three, let's answer the question, what's going to happen if your reader does say yes? Like what possibilities are in store for her? What positive things are going to happen if she does say yes? So for our example, we could say, well, if she does say yes to growing these flowers from seed, she's going to have a healthy batch of flowers that she started from seed and it didn't require her to like babysit her plants around the clock and her yard's going to be beautiful and her neighbors will be like, where'd you get those flowers? And she'll be like, I grew them from seed. Boom. That's what's going to happen if she says yes, right? It forces you to get really clear on the outcomes your clients, your readers are going to experience working with you. Last part, last question I want you to jot down answers to when writing an email email is, how are you going to help that client get this yes moment? Okay. How are you going to help her get this yes moment? For our example, we would say, well, when she signs up for my class on growing flowers from seeds, I'm going to teach her how to grow flowers from seeds, no matter her space or her life or her experience. And I'm going to help her do it without having to get like a degree in botany. It's going to be easy for her. And it's all in my class. Okay. (laughs) So Now you have the start, like the backbones of your email. We're going to go back and we're going to put your spin on it and we're going to put this all together. Okay, so let's do it. So you're going to start with the why this topic matters. That was our first thing. This matters to your reader, like we said in our example, because her growing season is short and she wants to extend that by starting seeds indoors. She really wants to grow flower seeds inside. So let's say it like this, okay? Being a flower gardener in zone three is like watching your kids grow up. Blink and you'll miss it. You would give anything to extend your growing season just a little bit longer, but winter has other plans. You know taking your gardening practice indoors will give you more chances to get your hands in the dirt, but you've tried starting indoor flower seedlings in the past and it has never worked, okay? That is why this matters to her. So we really took that sentence of the growing season is short and she wants to extend it. And that's how we said it in the actual copy in the email, right? We kind of weaved her story into the top of that. Okay. So we answer our next question, which is why hasn't she tried this already, right? Why hasn't she said yes to this solution? So in our example, we said the reason the reader hadn't said yes was because she tried growing flowers from seed in the past. And it didn't work. And she's kind of nervous because gardening can be costly. And again, she doesn't want to throw more money at dead plants, right? So here's how we can put that in her email or in this email we're writing to her. You've overwatered them into a heap of mold. Let's not talk about the time your cat ate everything when you were at work. And even when you do get some seedlings to sprout, the minute you took them outdoors, they collapsed in the wind, something like that. So that's how you're kind of painting the picture for her, reflecting it back to her like, This is why she's not saying yes, (laughs) right? We took that idea of like, she's nervous, it's not gonna work. And we really used her own language and experiences to reflect that back to her, okay? So what's gonna happen for her if she does say yes? That's the next part of our email, right? And we said, if she does say yes, 
she's going to be able to grow those flowers from seeds and her neighbors are going to be jealous and it's going to be great (laughs) when they see her flowers. So let's see how this section would look in an email. We could say something like, but what if you could extend your growing season and start flower seedlings indoors without having to get a PhD in botany or spend thousands of dollars on fancy equipment, right? So we're kind of telling her, here's what's possible if you do say yes. You will be able to grow those flowers from seeds and it's not going to be as hard as you think. And the final framework in this email, we answered the question. If you remember, we answered, how are you going to help her, right? Like, how are you going to help this reader achieve this kind of yes moment? Here's how we're going to put this in your email. When you sign up for my class on growing flowers from seeds, I'm going to teach you, and again, this copy is example off the top of my head, so it's not great. When you sign up for my class, I'm going to teach you how to grow flowers from seed, no matter your space, lighting, or experience, even if you've never had success growing flowers from seeds before. In this class, you're going to grow gorgeous zone three hardy flowers from seed that make your neighbors jealous, saving you up to $500 in gardening expenses every year and making spring come just a little bit earlier as you get to already dig in the dirt in March. Click here to sign up for my class, okay? That is an email that's gonna convert. (laughs) So when you are stuck writing an email, remember to follow this flow. Pick your topic, pick your one call to action, pick your one reader, then answer the questions. Why does this topic matter to my reader? What is holding her back? Why hasn't your reader said yes yet? What happens if she does say yes to this thing, right? And how are you going to help her? How does your offer help her get that yes moment? Put it all together. You are going to have a great email, no matter what your business niche or industry is. Okay, you can do it. If you want more support, and frameworks like this. In writing your emails, you need to join Not Your Mama's Newsletters. This is a lifetime access membership that is right now priced at $117 and it's going to go up. And what you get every single month is four email newsletter templates that you can customize for your business that follow sales messaging, copywriting flows like the one we went over today so that you have the prompts, the templates, the frameworks to get your email newsletters out the door. And they're not just cute. Here's how my day is going newsletters. They're focused on sales and community building and relationship building. So every single month, you're going to get four email newsletter templates. You're also every quarter, we release a new email sequence template. That is every single email you need to create automated sequences in your business. So far in the membership, we have, oh my gosh, let me think. We have welcome sequence templates, Black Friday sequence templates, abandoned cart sequence templates. There's more in there. I'm losing it as I'm starting to talk. But so again, to recap, not your mama's newsletters. You get at the top of the month, you will get four email newsletter templates that you can customize for your business. That template has everything you need. It has your topic, your call to action. And it has literally you can plug in your business info into the customizable, fill in the blanks in that email and have your newsletter out the door. Have a sales-driven, relationship-focused building (laughs) email newsletter out the door that your clients are going to love to read. And then at the top of every quarter, you will also get a new email sequence template that you can follow as well. You have lifetime access to this membership. Right now it is $117. Again, it is going to go up. So you pay the one-time investment of $117. You have lifetime access to all past, current, and future content. Right now we have a year's worth of templates built up inside of there. So when you sign up, you will get access to all of that past content, all the content we're currently dropping, all the future content we're dropping. There's no hidden or reoccurring or additional fees. It's the one-time investment and that's it. I'll leave the link in the show notes. 
join Not Your Mama's newsletters. You're going to love it. We have close to 100 business coaches, service providers, course creators in there right now who are loving our templates. And I know you will too. All right. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Above the Bar Copy. Every month I draw one winner who will get a free audit on a piece of copy of your choice. An email funnel, a sales page, a website page, you name it. I'll walk through it and send you a full video audit on the piece along with a Google Doc full of copy notes and suggestions you can implement. To enter this copy audit giveaway, leave a five-star positive review on the show and email me a screenshot of your review so I have your name and email and can notify you if you want. You can send that to hello at jennyrothcopywriting.com.